Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. This week, I sat down with Rosie DeRosa. Rosie grew up in Bergen County and played college hockey at RPI. She currently works for the New York Rangers at the MSG Training Center. And Stacy Whirl. Stacy is the K-5 Health and PE Coordinator for Scarsdale Public Schools. She's an adjunct professor in the School of Education at Manhattanville College. She coaches three youth hockey teams. She's the girls' varsity lacrosse coach at John Jay High School. She educates coaches through USA Hockey and is one of the driving forces behind the Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey Initiative. Both Rosie and Stacy will be playing in an assist benefit game on Saturday, February 24th at the Brewster Ice Arena to benefit the Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey Initiative. For more information, you can visit www.benefitgames.com. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm coming to you from the MSG Training Center. I'm pleased to be joined by Rosie DeRosa. Uh, she grew up in Bergen County, New Jersey, played college hockey at RPI. Uh, you can find her on Twitter, at Rosie underscore Zamboni. She drives the Zamboni here at the MSG Training Center, and she's going to be playing in the February 24th Assist Benefit Game to help the Hudson Valley Girls High School, High School Ice Hockey Association. So, Rosie, thank you again for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. So, when did you first start playing mm-hmm. hockey? Um, well, actually, I kind of got into ice hockey um, kind of a little late, you can say, uh, considering some of these kids get on skates when they can barely walk. I didn't really get on the ice until I was 13, 14 years old. Okay. Uh, nobody in my family played hockey, so they didn't know anything about it. I was an athletic kid growing up, so I, when I saw it on TV, when I saw uh, hockey on TV, I was like, oh, my God, I have to do this. And I begged my parents to let me play, and they didn't know anything about hockey, so they were like, nah, nah, nah. And there wasn't much opportunity around. I, I was in Bergen County, and I think the closest rink to us really was Sportorama sure. in Monsey. and. Yep. Um, Know it well. Yeah, and uh, my mom, since she didn't know anything about hockey, she's like, oh, well, now I don't want you to play because you're going to, like, get your teeth all knocked out, right? And, I'm, <laughs> you know, she didn't realize that's not what youth hockey is, sure. right? So in any case, as I got older, you know, I got a little bit more leverage with my parents, and I'm like, no, no, you got to let me play now, right? So I finally, you know, they got me the equipment. You know, I tried, tried, you know, joined a few clinics, you know, got my feet under me a little bit. And you know what? The only real opportunity for me at that time was to play house league. So I joined a house league in Englewood, New Jersey, McKay Park. Oh, sure, McKay, you know Ice, McKay Ice Arena. Yep, and uh, played. It was I was the only girl on my team, of course. It was uh, full checking. And, uh, you know, it took my lumps a little bit, but I like to think I also gave you as good as I got. probably gave as good as right? you got, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. the smallest kid out there. So, But, you know, um, I started a little late, like I said, but um, I did have an opportunity – an opportunity to play travel. There was a girls' travel team operating at that time out of um, McKay Park. Okay, sure. 
And uh, the coach of the team came up to my mom and was like, oh, we'd love to have your daughter join our team, you know? Um, and my mom was like, yeah, all right, whatever, you know? So the coach was like, just come to the tryouts and, you know, we'll take it from there. So I tried out for him and the coach was like, yeah, yeah, you know, we'd love to have your daughter on our team. Um, all you got to do is, you know, plop down like a grand holder spot and this kind of thing. My mom's yeah. like, yeah, no, house league's good enough for you. Right, right, <laughs> you right. know? So um, played house league through the age of 18, full checking all the, you know, the whole time. And when I uh, got to be, you know, graduating high school, and of course, and I'm, I'm going to college now, I wanted to play, but, you know, how do you, you know, get yourself out there when, you know, you don't have any film, you don't have any scouts, sure. you know. So I ended up, uh, I, I went to RPI, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, and I walked on. And I didn't play much my first year, that's for sure. Just about every other girl on the team came from a, a prep school team here or there or whatever. And I had to take uh, my healthy scratches there. But you know what? It's one of the most, you know, for me, my proudest accomplishment in life sure. is uh, working my way up. And by the time I was a senior at RPI, you know, I was a regular player. I was alternate captain. It was the best years of my life. You earned your stripes, I for sure. I had to. I sure had yeah. to. Yep. It's, it's probably a, a very valuable life lesson Absolutely. and experience for 100%. you. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned, you know, taking your lumps when you were playing in the in the co-ed leagues. Yeah. Do you think you were ever chirped or hit because of your gender? I mean, it's if you're a girl playing guys' sports like that, especially, you know, a contact sport like that, it's 100% given it happens. I mean, mm -hmm. it, you can't not, you know, you, you know, you, you're never going to escape it. And I always tell, um, you know, when people ask me about my experience, you know, playing with boys full checking, you know, I, I had to say like, you know, of course, not every guy is going to be a jerk out there. Sure. But to be honest, it also kind of annoyed me the other way when, when guys were on the other end of the spectrum. Like I had guys that um, maybe they might have, you know, bumped me or something in, in the corner and would have, you know, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Are you right. okay? Are you okay? Right. And it's like, that's even a little, you know what I mean? That, like, it's yeah, kind of yeah, like. That's even a little condescending. Right, it you is. Know. You know? And it, listen, and I completely appreciate guys that are conscious of, right. you know, they don't want to be the guy to, you know, smear a girl sure. against the boards or whatever. So I, I appreciate it. But at the same time, you just want to be treated like an equal. any other player. Right. 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 But then, yes, of course, there were absolutely 100% guys out there that it was like, oh, you're, you're a girl and you get a target on your back. Sure. I had guys, I'm not kidding you, if I made a good body play, you know, a sure. checking play or, sure. or even just kind of body off a puck, oh, I had guys that turned around and, who handed me across mm. the face, Unreal. across the knees. Unreal. I mean, you know, ev everything. So, yeah, you know, it. you had to expect it, sure. you know. So, it, you know, and my mom, of course, was at every game. And yep. she's just, like, sitting biggest there. Fan, like, biggest fan, yeah, biggest right. Biting you know, her tongue. Yeah, she she's the ultimate in sitting on her hands. She's sure. not the type of parent that was in the stands yelling and screaming. Yep, yep. She sat on her hands and just sat there. And whatever happened to me, she'd be, like, you know, biting her lip and all this stuff. But she let me play. So, okay. thanks, Mom. <laughs> what, what's it like to drive the Zamboni here at the MSG Training Center to um, be around these athletes? It's, you know what, it's it is fun. Everyone always wants to know that, right? Like, I said, sure. fun. It looks so fun, right? Yeah. You know what? It is fun. It's fun. You kind of just, you know, um, get, you know, sit up there, have a nice little perspective through yeah. your pattern. And, you know, it's great. And and listen, I mean, um, I know the guys down at the garden that do it very well. And, uh, you know, they have quite the audience, of course, 18,000 sure. plus yeah. watching. Yeah. So I, I can't say that I've had uh, huge crowds, you know, um, to, to watch me. But, you know, maybe just some of the, you know, 
VIPs up here, you know, sure. the, the the executives and stuff maybe yeah. make you sweat a little bit, you know, don't don't, don't, don't miss any spots <laughs> right, or something right, like that. But right. you know, it's 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 been fun, and uh, you know, I uh, I have to say it's it's a unique experience here for sure. You touched on it a little bit when we were chatting earlier, but what's it, you know? Knowing the experience you had playing the game and when you were growing up, the challenges maybe, the obstacles, mm-hmm. what do you think about, you know, having this Hudson Valley Girls Ice Hockey League and yeah. these clinics? You know, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that, you know? I mean, now? you know, of course, when I think about it from my own personal perspective, oh, man, if, if I had some of these opportunities when I was sure. younger, especially because I did kind of pick it up a little late. So right. having these instructional clinics that, you know, the Rangers have been helping out with, oh, man, that would have been, the you know, just I would have been over the moon if I if I had that opportunity. So, um, but, I mean, even the girls that are more experienced, like it's just great getting them out, you know, getting them together. And, you know, maybe some of them play travel hockey together, but, you know, maybe some of them don't. And, and just getting these girls together and, and showing them that, hey, you know, you don't have to have limited opportunities. You don't have to, you know, make a hard decision between, well, if you want to play for your high school, like, you know, well, you're going to have to go up against the the, the guys that are 18 years old, six foot two and 200 pounds. (laughs) I mean, listen, like there are some girls out there that are so skilled and impress me, like, you know, every time I watch them and listen, they deserve every opportunity just like anybody else. And, And I know that, you know, some of them all also go out to the prep schools. And yep. you know what? Like, that can get pretty expensive. Sure. And, and why would they need to, to leave home just to play hockey? Correct, right? correct. There's, there's plenty of opportunities here in the Hudson Valley, here in yep. Section 1. And I applaud everybody's efforts in trying to get this. Because I'm sure you saw on Twitter that, you know, the, the Flop Girls up in Western New York right. won their championship. Yep. And I'm going to be up there in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. uh, for state. So, again, Rosie, I really do appreciate you taking the time out. I've yep. been talking to Rosie DeRosa. She's at Rosie underscore Zamboni on Twitter. She will be playing on February 24th at Brewster Ice Arena in the assist benefit game to benefit this wonderful organization. So hopefully you'll come out. Hopefully you'll support her campaign um, at the benefit games website. This is your boy Trav, uh, host of the HV Pucks podcast, and we'll be back after this. Thanks, Rosie. Thank you. going on everybody it's your boy trav aka five minute major i'm here today at the msg training center i'm chatting with stacy whirl you can find her on twitter at stacy s-t-a-c-e-y-s-w-i-e-r-l um, she is uh, the k5 phys ed health coordinator for scarsdale public schools she's an adjunct professor at the graduate school of education at manhattanville college she coaches a 10U Bedford Bears boys team, a 12U Bedford Bears boys team. She also coaches the 10U Lady Bears team, and she's also the varsity girls lacrosse coach for John uh, John Jay. John Jay. All right, Stacy, thank Crescent. you so much. And she is one of the driving forces behind the Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey Initiative. 
Stacy, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Travis. All right, so tell us a little bit about your story as far as how you got into playing and, and why you're so passionate about this initiative. Sure. So more years ago than I'd want to admit, of course, uh, my father, who had two daughters, thought he would have two boys. He had two girls. Same here. Right? I have two girls. Yeah. There it is. Um, knew there was no difference. And we had a pond in our backyard growing up in southern Maine. Threw my sister and I right on, out onto the ice. Uh, we fell in love with the game, as most do who play. Uh, and we started playing travel hockey, my sister and I. Uh, my sister actually broke the gender barrier, the first to play, first girl to play ice hockey in our town, and awesome. myself and a few others were soon to follow after her. Uh, it was my second year Pee Wee uh, travel hockey, midway through the season, uh, competitive game against one of our rival teams in Southern Maine, and I just got leveled, leveled mm. and right there in the neutral zone. My eyes were down, so it was completely my fault, but I can remember just like it was yesterday. My father coming out on the ice in his brown loafers, and he looks down at me without even asking if I was okay, and he says, it's time for you to start playing basketball. Wow. And at that moment, I knew that travel hockey was, was done, and of course, that was at a time when there wasn't any uh, local girls' hockey, uh, travel hockey opportunities unless you're going to Boston or going up north in Maine. Sure. Uh, and, so, uh, and, and certainly girls' high school hockey didn't exist. So it wasn't until, and as I was grew up and, and as an adult, that I became that I started playing travel hockey again and got back into it. And then I had a bunch of kids who fell in love with the game too, Travis. And now you're back on the ice coaching. Absolutely, and we're here today again. This is part of a series of free clinics that are sponsored by the New York Rangers, which is why again we're here at the MSG Training Center. I I was at your first event at Brewster. Right. I know since then you've done something up at the McCann Ice Arena in Poughkeepsie. And I want to say you did another clinic at Brewster. Was it last weekend as it well? It was last weekend. Right. Um, the McCann clinic was actually on Super Bowl Sunday. So we didn't end up uh, scheduling that particular clinic, though that okay. was on. Uh, that was a hopeful event for us. Okay, okay. But we weren't sure the numbers on Super Bowl right. Sunday. I got but we you. did have a great turnout, again, at our second um, clinic that we ran in Brewster last weekend nice. and now today where we have uh, kids as early, as young as four years old taking the ice uh, under our new heading of, of supporting girls high school ice hockey, ice hockey in section one. And more importantly for everyone that's going to hear this and I've talked about it already we're going to have an assist benefit game on Saturday February 24th 7 p.m. puck drop at Brewster Arena. Um, so again, if you're interested in finding out more about that, you can follow at Benefit Games on Twitter. You can certainly reach out to me. Um, I'll be putting more information out there about that. So, um, Travis, you know we're really excited about that, and we're actually now over thirty thousand dollars in fundraising Amazing. efforts to get Amazing. this this league launched. And that money is crucial for districts, right? Because ice is expensive, it is. uniforms are expensive, yep. and so this has been this partnership with the Rangers has just been phenomenal in them giving us the ice today. Brewster Ice Arena, giving us the ice to, for free to host these clinics, to get these girls, these families excited about getting high school ice hockey started in Section 1. I mean, again, you talked about your story earlier, your unfortunate experience yeah. playing with the boys. Sure. You know, through that lens and through your lens, certainly as a parent and an educator, you know, 
I can't imagine how excited you are about, you know, what you've started right, um, right here in the Hudson Valley. I mean, it's truly amazing. It, it really, it really truly is. To think this many years later, there still isn't an opportunity for girls here in Section 1 to play high school ice hockey. High school ice hockey in Connecticut, as we know, girls high school ice hockey in Connecticut is alive and well, yep. and it's competitive. Yep. They have it in New Jersey. They yes. have it in Vermont. Yep. They have it in New York State. Uh, there is girls high school yep. ice hockey. They just ran their state championship. Yep. Stick taps out to the flop girls. I've been. I know you've been tweeting <laughs> right. their I've stuff, been and I've been following too. them too. It's exciting. Great stuff. It really is. Um, and these girls love it. They love to play for their high school. And and not only these girls that are they're very talented that also play competitive hockey. What we're concerned about too is the drop off. Sure. The girls that come through peewees right. and then decide not to play bantams and they decide not to play uh, tier one or tier two travel. And where do they go? Right. These girls go and, and, and do indoor track for their high schools in the winter. Right. They stop playing. Mm. And if we give them an opportunity to play in high school, sure. they're gonna continue to play. Absolutely. I mean, I did a, I did a seven part series on being a female hockey player right. and I interviewed Willow Barnes, I interviewed Grace Lunder, sure. some local talent, right. Emma Talkin from um, Clarkstown and uh, Ashlyn Cavanaugh from Nyack Tappan Zee. But then I also reached out, cast a wider net, and I spoke to uh, Abby Levy out sure. at Shattuck St. Mary's yeah. or Grace Smith at Northfield Mount Hermon. And, you know, the one constant theme I heard from all of them is that if they had had something like this when they were younger, right. I mean, you know, so again, so right. stick taps out to you, kudos out to you. I'm so excited for this benefit game coming up on February 24th. Um, So, again, if you're interested in more information about that, you can follow at Benefit Games on Twitter at Benefit underscore Games. You can certainly follow me at TravJack71. And we can get Stacey at S-T-A-C-E-Y-S-W-I-E-R-L, Stacey Whirl. And uh, my question to you is, all right, so, you know, we've had some clinics. We're going to have this benefit game. But I think the real question to you, Stacey, is like, where do we go from here? Like, what are the next steps? Like, what do we really need to do logistically, you know, at the district level, per se, to keep this ball rolling? Well, thanks again to the New York Rangers and to Brewster Rice Arena for allowing us the opportunity to host these clinics. Because what these clinics have provided us is the opportunity to speak with parents about the next steps in getting this high school uh, ice hockey program started in Section 1. We've also had the opportunity to get the girls excited. And I think I've had the best opportunity because I've been on the ice for three sessions now with our high school student athletes and our middle school student athletes and to hear them talk to one another about how excited they are about this. And just last week at at Brewster on the bench, two high school girls, one from Amerinick, one from North Rockland, looked at each other and said, do you think this is really going to happen? These girls want this to happen. Hmm. And so the enthusiasm that this opportunity has created within the kids has just been so um, exciting and, and how fortunate for me to be part of it. But our next steps really need to be to get school districts to approve girls' high school ice hockey as part of their interscholastic athletics programs. 
And that's not an easy task. Right. School budgets, school district budgets yep. have to make tough decisions. Mm -hmm. they, they're looking to add professional development funds. They're looking to add perhaps a new technology teacher. And they want to add girls high school ice hockey. Districts have to make decisions right. about where their funding goes. Right. And those aren't always easy decisions. Though many of us think that this is a no-brainer, funding is tight within our public schools. And, and we need families and we need our student athletes to get out there and advocate as to why why this is important. You know, I can speak to that as someone who's up in the Monroe Woodbury area. I work for that team. They were in danger of losing their program sure. not even a year ago. I was at their team dinner when the superintendent sent an email out. The oh, program is done. Right. My point is, Stacy, is that the families rallied together. Right. They went to two school board meetings. They contacted local media, and the program was reinstated less than a month later. So, right. I just look at the the numbers that you've gotten the traction that you've gained so far. So I'm calling out the hockey community, you know, start talking to your school boards, start getting the word out there so we can look to add girls ice hockey, you know, to these interscholastic programs. So again, that conversation that the girls had at Brewster, is this really right. going to happen? Let's make that a reality. We've got to make this a reality for these kids. They want right. it. And you know what else this is going to create? When, when families, young families with young kids learn that there is an opportunity for their daughters to play ice hockey in high school. Right. They're going to now start their daughters as youth. We anticipate, once this is launched, the youth girls' numbers, the 6U, the 8U, the 10U numbers, to just skyrocket. Because right now, these families, the daughters may want to play, but they say, well, I think it's important for you to play basketball because that may be something you can do in high school. This, they don't have the opportunity in high school right, right. now. Right. Our youth numbers are going to skyrocket once we get this league started. And it's just incredible to be part of that. And that's what it's all about. And that's why I'm here today. And that's why I'll be there on the 24th. So, again, Stacy, thank you so much for coming on. I've been chatting with Stacy Whirl. And I'm just going to read her little bio from her Twitter page. Mom, health and PE teacher, college professor, ice hockey, lacrosse coach. We forgot to mention this. USA hockey coach, educator. Yeah. Uh, you love to teach, coach. Um, and again, just, you know, helping spread the word and keep the positive stuff um, out there. So, Stacy, thank you so much you too, uh, for Travis. taking the thank time Thank you out. for taking the time to help us get this, get the word out and get the enthusiasm behind this. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Best of luck.